This is the film wrap up. They wanna know, we tell them once and they still ask us. The people are thirsty for knowledge and we gotta fill that cup. We never chill, ask them. When they come to film raps, bro, we keep it real, that's us. Mike check one, two, one, two. Welcome to the 14th episode of the film wrap up. And like always, I'm one of your hosts, the film fiend himself, and I'm with my boy. Jay Soda Rap Nerd. What's going on, Phil? Yeah, man. What's going on, man? How's life treating you? Uh, <laughs> Dumb question, right? Yeah, yeah. Just at this point, it's the same thing over and over. Yeah, bro. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for supposedly how 2021 is supposed to be yeah. this great year. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Doesn't seem like it's going to work out as quick as people thought it was, but whatever. Exactly. Anyways, yo, we got an absolutely packed show today from topics with Chris Evans, possibly coming back to the MCU, um, CW, Superman and Lois, not what you think. And also, to start it off, there's no better way to start it than with Zack Snyder and his Justice League film. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, when it was first reported, Jack, Zack Snyder was coming out with his Justice League part, uh, film. It was, it was reportedly either a four-part uh, was it four or six parts? It was I can't four. Remember. A four part, yeah, okay. Four it was either a four a four part mini limited series or a four hour film, but now it's been confirmed that it's gonna be a four hour film. Mm. Do you think that was the right decision? You know, what, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, I, personally, I do because I mean, his first two movies were movies, and mm-hmm. personally, I would be annoyed if the last one was a series. Like, I, I don't. And then it was shot to be like a movie. Um, mm-hmm. So to me, I like it. And then, again, this is all personal preference. I'm I'm just not a TV show guy. You know, we discuss that a lot on the show. Like, mm-hmm. how you watch TV shows. I, I, like, seeing something as a TV show kind of makes me stray away because, and this is not to, to compare quality or knock the levels or anything of a TV show, but I just know I never really found myself rewatching a series like that. Mm. Um, and that's not to say that this wouldn't be the case, but it's just like I don't know. I just prefer a movie. That's that's just me. So, uh, what, what about you? Yeah, I agree with every single thing you just said. But um, the main thing to me though, just 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 think about that. You can say what you say. You can say what you want about Avengers Endgame, but the fact that it was, I think it was over three hours, right? No, I was right at three. Right, three hours. I think that runtime for an Avengers style film made it epic. So you're yeah. telling me a four hour Justice League film, dog? Come on, sign me up. That's, that's what I say too. I'm like, this isn't just like a drama film that's four hours. Mm-hmm. This isn't just some some crime thriller that's four hours. This mm-hmm. is a Justice League movie with Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, yes. Cyborg, Aquaman, Flash, Dark Side, Steppenwolf. I mean. <laughs> How do you hear that and be like, man, I don't want to see that. Come on. Stop it. Like, to me, when I hear four hours and I hear a Justice League film with all these characters you just named, that lets me know with four hours, there's no way that these um, characters are not going to get to shine. I feel Mm -hmm. like each and every individual is going to have enough screen time where they're doing something in comparison to, you know, a film that was two and a half hours, you know, you you're gonna be left with that's that's one of my issues with I think the, a few Avengers films, you had like two or three you know Avenger characters that weren't really doing anything besides Cap and uh, Iron Man, but here, bro, you're gonna get you're gonna get everything. And um, 
and I'm just like you as far as um, a four-part miniseries. That's cool for a smaller scale character or whatever. But when it comes to Justice League, like it has to be a film. Yes. And it's and it only makes sense with um, Man of Steel and BVS for it to follow suit. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, love it. BVS was the Ultimate Edition was three hours. Exactly. It was the version they should have released in theaters too. But mm-hmm. like you said, like if you have a, a film with just them two characters with, with three hours, a Justice League movie has to be another hour long. Like it has to be. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm excited about it being four hours, man. Like honestly. Same here. Because honestly, when I first heard the four part that it was considered, I think I told you that I'm like, man, I prefer the film. Yep. Like e- easily. Like, same thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So. I might actually, you know, risk my internal organs when when March comes in and check this out in theater, bro. I, I might have to do it. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Like, <laughs> I, we, I talked junk last time, man, but if they do bring this to theaters, oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Because like, I already told my wife already, like, look, this day that it's released, I'm taking work <laughs> and I'm gonna need at least five hours to myself because I'm gonna need yes. four, four hours to watch it. And then I'm gonna need like an hour to reflect, like, like, so she knows that already. And if they bring it in theaters, that's just gonna be like, that's just gonna make it a picnic day for me. Yeah, they should though if they're um, because every other movie in HBO Max is doing the theater and um, and HBO Max at the same day. So I, I don't think there should be any difference if, if because that's still you know part of that release, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, sign me up. Excuse me. Um, so what was the, on, on the subject of uh, comic books, and you just mentioned uh, Chris Evans earlier. Mm-hmm. So supposedly he's back in the MCU. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, when um, the end of Endgame, they, they aged them, made him look like a 90-year-old dude, and um, Iron Man dying and all that. Spoiler alert. My bad. Um, if you haven't seen it. Like, uh, exactly. Come on now. Like, the first thought in my mind after leaving the film, like, oh, both of them, they're going to be back. Yeah. I think they're going to be here this soon. And we're not 100% sure if he's going to be old, um, Steve Rogers, or he's going to be the younger one. But, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised at all. And how I feel about it, I mean, like, sure, I guess. Um, I thought his story was wrapped up, but I don't know if this this could be a flashback. This could be in, uh, what is it, Bucky and the winter winter soldier and falcon so i guess that's cool it depends how they use him but it's, it is a little weird that um they're going you know back to the well the cash cows but um captain america is one of my favorite uh avengers favorite characters in the mcu so that kind of makes I, I so i'm kind of cool with that how about you um <clears throat> excuse me I'm, I'm with you cat was pretty much my favorite character mm-hmm. in the whole avengers saga Mm-hmm. And again with you, like I'm not surprised. Like <laughs> we've got to be honest here. We've always yep. heard a lot of actors who have been in these big blockbusters. They'll say that look, sometimes we take a blockbuster film because it pays the bills and it allows us to do these little indie mm-hmm. projects to show off our acting skills. So, and, and the same thing with him. I wouldn't be surprised if he's like, hey, they're offering a nice paycheck to be Cap again. And this will allow me to continue to, you know, work behind the scenes and do my thing. I'm going to do it. Now, exactly. The thing that I'm questioning is I don't know how pivotal of a role he's going to be in it. Because um, mm-hmm. I've seen people jump out the window with, you know, 
certain things like, oh, he's going to be back for Secret Wars. I'm like, ah, calm down. Like, I don't know about all that. <laughs> because he could easily just be a cameo. Um, yep. Easily could just be a cameo. Like the same thing with Spider-Man 3. You know, just, I, I would love to see Toby and Andrew in action, but they could easily just be cameos. Like, like you just mm-hmm. fly by him. So I'm not really excited, but I'm not like uh, mad about it. I'm just kind of mm-hmm. sitting back to see where it lends itself to so yeah that's cool with me so but okay it just, it, huh? add, no if, <laughs> if they were to bring him back for a movie what i mm-hmm. personally would like to see is what he was doing in between civil war and infinity war as the nomad mm-hmm. like, i would love to see a movie based around stuff he was doing with the black suit like that that would be hard but um who knows though so. Yeah, I agree with that because um, that um, version of Cap, him coloring outside the lines, not being that good American, uh, you know, that goody two shoe. Yeah. I-, I love that. Like it's when awesome. he showed up in that strain in the train station, <sighs> out the shadows. Come on, bro. <laughs> That's why I was so disappointed when I saw the trailers for Endgame, and he was back to normal. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, damn. Oh, I I'm never like, right. did this, bro. Like. Like my, uh, I forgot who, who I forgot who it was. It was um, I forgot the member of the Black Order, but they threw the spear. Yes. And, um, you seen him catch it, and then he walked into the shadow, and that that mm I was like, oh, <laughs> goosebumps, man. Like, so if they could capture that again, I would love it. I agree, a thousand percent. Well, speaking of um, MCU bringing back characters, reporter, reportedly. And, and I'm just throwing it out there because it's not 100% it hasn't been confirmed like I don't even know if Cap is confirmed but it's more legit than this but Killmonger is reportedly coming back for Black Panther 2 and not only that but Doctor Doom is set to be one of the villains I heard he's he might not be the main villain like he's just like the villain behind the scenes pulling strings and he's going to be a more prominent character you know later on and and in the bigger MCU fashion. What do you think about that? Uh, I don't like it either. <laughs> like, bro, stop bringing, like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. This goes into, like, some of my issues with the MCU, man. It's like, mm-hmm. the lack of consequence mm. is, is astounding with what they've done, man. Like, bringing back Cap. There's been rumors of Tony Stark showing up again. It's just mm-hmm. like, where is the consequence at? Like, why bring back Killmonger? For what? You know, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to jump out the window to make it seem like this is, like you said, it's not confirmed, but mm-hmm. this has been something that's been rumored for a while. I mean, you know, I've seen little, you know, breadcrumbs about him coming back. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I hope they just keep him dead. I, honestly, like, <laughs> I just hope they do. As far as Doctor Doom, I don't understand why. Like, like, mm. like I said, I hope it's like you said, where it's him behind the scenes doing stuff. Mm-hmm. But he's not like Doctor Doom is one of those villains that's kind of fought everybody. So it's like you can make him pull strings each and every place, but his ass mm-hmm. better be in that final, um, the final that uh, Fantastic Four movie. Exactly. So all around I'm meh about the situation even if the you know the idea of Black Panther 2 and them talking about it is still kind of like mm. Mm. you know Chadwick just passed still um, I don't know it's a reopening of a wound to be like just keep it pushing you know without him so 
but we'll see it, it could change but uh what do you think yeah i kind of um agree with what you say but um i'm a little surprised that they didn't push this back with everything like you said that happened and they're still moving forward and i believe it's coming out in 2022 but um yeah it's you know unless your name is quicksilver dying by bullets you don't stay dead in the mcu you will not let him live <laughs> bro that's the <laughs> you will not allow him bro how you a speedster and you can't dodge bullets, bro? <laughs> yeah, I remember watching it in Age of Ultron. I was like, this nigga just gets shot. Like, oh my god, bro! You know that, <sighs> that, that terrible slow motion fall. I was like, okay, I felt absolutely nothing. But anyways, nobody. Did. Um, but yeah, I don't. I'm like half. I'm in between right now. Like the idea of bringing Killmonger, it, it doesn't sit, you know, a hundred percent good well with me. But Killmonger was, if not my favorite part of the first Black Panther, it's one of my favorite parts because he's maybe one or two. Like, he's in between there as far as MCU villains go. So sure. having more Killmonger, I'm like, that's that's not necessarily a bad thing. But if we're, if they're trying to... Mm, with, um, damn. With them needing a new Black Panther, and if I, I don't see them going to the sister right away i'm hoping they don't do this and try to you know make killmonger michael b jordan which oh, is God. as popular as of a guy as you know in hollywood is right now the new black panther i, I, I don't know because when you say you're gonna bring black you're gonna bring killmonger and without black panther like what does that mean like what's the purpose of doing that it doesn't make sense to me but if they're if if they're trying to do that other route, then I don't know. Yeah, I hope they, I hope that's not the route. No, me neither. But uh, as far as Doctor Doom, I'm cool with it. He's like one of the best Marvel villains out there. But it's gonna feel a little strange when you first see him. It is not in a Fantastic exactly four film. So yeah, it's gonna be odd because that's like the Joker popping up in a Superman film. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, what? Like yeah, exactly. But um, as long as they, you know, right, he do him good and he's behind the scenes, like trying to get to um, damn, what's that metal? I'm I'm, I'm taking the L right now. Uranium. If I yeah, damn, I took an L. That they got in, <laughs> they got in Wakanda. Maybe you know, trying to mess around like that. All right, I understand. And then later on, you introduce him as a bigger bad. I'm cool with that. I'm just like I'm fifty fifty on this report right now. More Killmonger is always a plus, but how they use him and why is he back? You know. So that's how I feel. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, moving on to a little, taking a little step outside the comic book realm. Mm. Christopher Nolan <laughs> is unlikely to direct, to direct his next film at WB. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about that? <laughs> uh, bro, image, grow up. Like, especially with, we're going to talk about this a little later. But with ex- especially everything that's going on, I think it's kind of obvious that Warner Brothers made the right decision. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. is it like, are you like that big of yourself that you can't, you know, admit that you were wrong? And also, like, you're getting mad when you don't even have a, a movie that was coming out this year. So I, I don't understand where this anger is coming. Up. Like, like Christopher Nolan is my favorite director of all time. Mm. Like, I loved every single one of his movies. But I'm not blind to the fact that he's acting like a complete idiot right now. Yeah, so he is. That's how I feel. Like, like what are you gonna do? You're gonna you're gonna go to a Disney and then have <laughs> less control over your films. Mm-hmm. 
you're gonna go to Universal. That's not gonna give you two hundred and fifty million dollars to do a espionage film. Like you're gonna be. I feel like he's gonna be limited wherever he goes because you can't go to Paramount because Paramount has been struggling. The only thing that's keeping Paramount alive, I believe, is the Mission Impossible's. And they used to be Transformers, but Transformers hasn't been making money like that. Mm-mm. Like the relationship between Warner Brothers and Christopher Nolan has been rich for both parts. Mm-hmm. Like he has his freedom to do what type of films he wanted to do, and Warner Brothers was reaping the benefit of these fantastic films. For him to, I don't know, over miscommunication and you know feeling like he's the man to throw that out the wall. That, that's that's stupid to me. That, that's how I see it. I mean, you couldn't have said it better. I mean, that's that's, that's mm-hmm. exactly the way I feel. It's like, yo, get your head out your ass, yo. Like, yep. It's literally still a pandemic going on. Numbers are still rising. Like, I don't understand what else you need. I mean, to to, to know that, like, it's the best of the situation right now. Like, exactly. It's like I I just laugh because I'm like, I want you to go to another studio <laughs> and and be like, hey, I got this idea to make cars fly and go in the water. <laughs> I need 250. Nigga, look at you like, nigga, you want what? For, for mm-hmm. what? My like, WB has literally given you anything you wanted for ideas that you just thought of. Like, mm-hmm. the movies you've done outside of, like, you know, Batman have been original ideas. It's not like, you know, mm-hmm. you're, like, adapting something. They're giving you money to create what you want. Good luck finding that somewhere else, bro. Like, that's a risk. I just don't see him going to Sony and they're like, yeah, you can have $250 million for making cars fly and go underwater. Yeah, go ahead. I just don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't see that. And he just needs to get his head on his ass, man, honestly. Like, just realize mm. it's the times and like I've, we've always said and, you know, I guess more so I've leaned that way that the way the releases is happening, it was inevitable. Like, I feel like this was mm. always going to be the future. It's just that pandemic, the pandemic kind of like sped it up some and put it on our plates now. So, um, oh, I don't know. If, uh, that's where me and you differ on that one. I don't, I, I don't, I, I can't uh, 100% agree that was the future because I'm still movie theaters are the super, a superior uh, medium to watch your films. And also prior, I think 2019, before everything hit, like they just broke box office records. So I don't think they were hurting from that aspect. That's the only of what you said that I some semi disagree with. No, see, I don't. No, 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 no. I don't want to confuse it. I don't think watching mm. it at home is better than theaters. That's not at all. Mm. Like the theaters to me is the way the best form to watch movies. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, you know. And when I say the future, I don't mean like you know now but in the next 10 years like the way these streaming services are like uh mm, coming stuff out like it's gonna be to a point where you have the you'll have more of an option to, to either stream it or watch it on theaters i think they'll do both and what's mm. gonna end up happening is these huge blockbusters will always be the theatrical you know th- the theater versions mm. but the smaller films they'll give you the choice to be like hey uh, like like the movie that's coming out this this weekend uh, on HBO Max, uh, the little yes. little things. <laughs> yes, a smaller movie like that, I can totally see them being like, "Hey, you know, <clears throat> you can see it at theaters or you can see it online." Because, like, like we talked about in the last podcast, it's the blockbuster movies that make the money. Them, the ones they want to mm-hmm. make the money. They allow for movies like the little things to be made. 
So that's for sure. So like, like I said, in the future, like ten years from now, I could definitely see this being a normal thing uh, for for, mm. for more movies. So that's that's what I meant by it. not like you know the coming of age. Okay, like, I could kind of see that. I'm just being grumpy, bro. I'm all about uh, movie theaters and all that. Even during the pandemic, my dumb self was well, still went and saw some well, one or two movies in the theater. Not wise. I do not recommend <laughs> you doing that right now. But um, yeah, you know what's funny about this? Christopher Nolan, like, he goes to Warner Brothers and he's getting all this money. He's not going to find that anywhere except one place that he would never go. And that's Netflix would definitely do some shit like that for him. Yeah, he ain't going to do it. Like, exactly. Like, um, what's it? Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, I believe it was over $250 million. He has uh, another thing coming out with Leo with Netflix that's like well over 150 like netflix has no issues giving big names a lot of money and see and that right and, there is why, mm-hmm. what goes into why i think that it's, it's that was always going to become the future because a company like netflix who's only streaming will be like hey mm-hmm. directors hey big directors hey uh best of all time directors you can do what mm-hmm. you want here's the money Exactly. And, I just, and if a guy like martin is doing that martin yeah. spike lee like yes yes um it's like, oh, even um, damn, uh, Matt Reeves, he he has something coming out with Netflix. Yeah, and and don't uh, is it is it is it David Leach or David Fincher? Which one was it? Um, Fincher. Yeah, he, he just did Mank. That, yep. that was him, right? Mank. Mm-hmm. That's yep. what I'm saying. Like you got some of the, the best directors of all times. Of all time, exactly. Willing to be like, hey, I'll do a movie on, on streaming. And to me, that's why I'm like, if these guys are willing to do it. It, it's definitely a power play, and it's and it's gonna change stuff. So, I'm like, no, get your mm-hmm. head out your ass. Like, come on, sorry. It's and um, I believe uh, Steven Spielberg, which acts a lot of people. That's probably one of their favorite, if not their favorite, directors of all time. He got stuff at Apple T, the at, at the Apple um, streaming service. Yeah, he has stuff coming out there. Like, Nolan is fighting. Oh, <clears throat> oh, he's not gonna win this. No, like, it's it's pointless. Yeah. Like, like other directors that are upset that their films i guess they were they didn't get heads up about the film going out and that's kind of understandable but him I, I i'm i really i'm trying to i try to sit back and like all right where is he coming from like why is he so upset about this and i i, I can't come up with an answer greedy that's what it is yeah it was sad because you know this guy's a genius when it comes to it but he clearly doesn't care about you know the people that's making them all this money yeah because like it was a breakdown i forgot who did it it was a blogger who was like it never was about the art of cinema they complaining because of the money the back-end bread that you mm-hmm. had to pour. like so y'all niggas gotta stop trying to act like oh it's for the art uh it's it's to watch the movies and theaters it's the best way to watch it <laughs> no nigga you want the back-end money of what it makes like stop trying to pull shade over people's eyes that's what it is you just don't want to say mm-hmm. it but and that's what made me mad about it because I'm like y'all sitting here bullshitting about money but a guy like myself I would love for HBO Max to put my movie on there bro I would love that mm-hmm. I would not complain whatsoever they'd be like hey yo Jason that movie you made we're gonna release it in theaters but we're also gonna put it you know on HBO Max because of the times I'm gonna be like well shit fine cool cool like um like look at this Netflix is about to make a whole franchise a movie franchise with extraction bro that's bro, that, that's that's that, ama- that's not gonna happen on the big screen, bro. That Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead, he has like a yes. whole universe of just like oh. of that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know? 
Hell no. Yeah, he, he got like prequels. He got like animes, all kind of stuff. Like working. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I heard about the anime. Yeah, working in the movie anime came out yet, so I'm just like, you couldn't do that in the theaters, bro. Like you can't. They're not gonna let you do that. Side of story. I don't know how true this is, but I I saw a tweet or I read something about somebody that got to see um, Army of the Dead. And they reportedly called it one of Zack Snyder's best works to date, bro. I, I, look, I'm not surprised, bro. Like, 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 the man elevates every, like... And I think that's why I'm so excited about Justice League. Because I'm like, there's no telling mm-hmm. what the hell he did on that. Like, mm-hmm. And the Army of the Dead is, is like, he shot that, like, last year or no, the year before. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro. So... I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. All right. Um, with, with that being said, um, Warner Brothers... Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers. They currently own uh, the Superman property, the DC, well, DC period. And for some reason, um, they're focusing Superman on the CW. CW, Superman and Lois trailer just released. Like, my question to you, trailer was trash, by the way. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I told somebody I stopped using trash. I, I, I did not like the trailer. I, I just put it at that. But... Um, <laughs> Besides that, like, what's your thoughts on Superman being reduced to the small screen, like, like TV, like, instead of being in the big screen, the cinema, like he's reduced to a CW TV show. How do you feel about that? What's your thoughts? Stupid, that's what I mean. Mm. Like, and I made a video about this exact thing. Uh, I think like last week or something. Mm-hmm. This just speaks to how Walter Hamada has no clue what the hell he's doing. Mm-hmm. With DC films, like he he has no idea what he's doing. Like mm-hmm. Superman movie, like my Superman TV show, and then supposedly he's supposed to get help from the production company or the CW. Stop it! Show Please stop. To help world build the movies. I'm like, bro, stop. You gonna make me throw up in my mouth? You stop. What you're talking about? And you know, <sighs> one, one of my guys on Twitter, he was staying optimistic. You know, he was talking about maybe the budget of help. But I'm like, it'll help how it looks. But I mean, what about the writing? I don't, you know, mm-hmm. the writing to me is just not that good. <laughs> Sorry, like, and that's putting it lightly. Like, when I say not that good, it's just it just seems like uh, you know how there's a class, you know, before streaming TV shows became like a big thing when they got movie budgets. Like back in the '90s, mm-hmm. there's a reason why TV shows and movies were so different on the pedestal of like, mm. you know quality mm-hmm. and the cw is one of those things that's like that like if you if you listen to the dialogue and the scripts it's just like it don't it doesn't compare to like a movie so mm-hmm. it's just dumb like you got you got the perfect superman right there mm-hmm. henry cavill like good luck doing a better getting a better superman than him bro. Like, <laughs> dead ass like good luck like batman to me you know bruce wayne i always thought like i love ben affleck my, still my mm-hmm. favorite, but I feel like Bruce is a character that you can get different um, versions of him depending on you know who mm-hmm. it is and which kind of version of you know, Batman you want. But Clark, <clears throat> you gotta look the part to be Superman more than anybody, mm-hmm. more than any other character. You got to look like Superman to get him, and you got him right there. Mm. And it's just like, what, what are you doing, bro? So those are my thoughts, man. Like I could go on all day about this, man. Cause it's just all because he didn't save a cat of a goddamn tree. People were like, eh, he's not. Anyway, what do you think? 
Man, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Oh my god. I saw that trailer, bro. I'm like, what the oh. Let me let me not bash CW because I know there's a lot of people. It's still around. Bash it. So I'm guessing there's a lot of people that don't like it, bash it, like. It that is, shit is trash, dog. Like, I, I told, I, I told, boy, I told, I, I it, it's garbage. I tried to, mm. no, like I can't even get through season one of Arrow. Like I, I tried, but damn, really? No, I, it's just, that's one. That's some of the best Arrow too. And people told me that, so I'm like, it gets worse than this. Like <laughs> I can't, bro. Like that shit is so cheap and cheesy to me, man. Like, oh, like. Do you know about the the later seasons of Arrow? No, and I don't want to. Like it's just like. I, watch I have to tell you one thing. Oh, I'm just, oh, before you say that, I'm, I'm just like, how are you telling me that the first season is good when shit like Daredevil exists? Like, no, stop. Mm. No, mm. I don't want to hear that. Mm. Like, no. That's no comparison. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, I don't want to hear that. Which is mm. what you was going to say? He said about the other season? Yeah, I'm like, uh, season one and two of Arrow, I actually enjoyed. I thought it was good. The writing, it, it definitely was a different writing team, and there's no way in hell. But season three of arrow and that's like season one of flash that's when that's when the um arrow verse whatever they want to call it started and that's when that shit went downhill and they introduced razago rachel go whatever and that's one of my main issues with that show they kept trying to make oliver queen into batman all the batman's like villains were coming into that shit like and if you would have seen the dude they had play oh my god that's <laughs> Man, but watching that CW um low Superman and Lois, it just seemed pointless. You like <clears throat> when you ask, let's say we have ten people and we ask who's the greatest superhero of all time. I say t- out of ten people and you have all these, I say uh, at least forty percent is gonna say one character and that's gonna be Superman. Mm-hmm. And then the rest is gonna be between Batman and and Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Like he's the he's the he, I believe he was the first DC, if not the first superhero, period. And and to reduce him to a TV series, why? When you have you have just last week we talked about two Batman series, franchises running at the same time. <laughs> and and to me, this might sound crazy. I find well, I think Clark Kent's origin story is more relatable relatable than uh, Batman. Like I didn't have, I was in front of rich, you know, family. My parents didn't get, you know, shot in the alley. But I, but being <clears throat> coming to a different, not not world, just a different place, being an outcast, mm-hmm. trying to fit in, like that storyline, immigrant story, is man. prominent. Yeah, man. Like especially with what we're going through nowadays. Like I felt like they could really do so- with the right um, writer, director, whatever. You already have the right <laughs> Superman, like you said, the dude embodies. Clark Kent, head to toe, mm-hmm. like, and he wants to play it. Like I just don't understand. You have the material; it's all there. It's all in a bowl. All you have to do is stir it together. And, and, and then the know. crazier part is, it's like you already got the groundwork done for you. Like, yes. Like to me, Man of Steel is the best Superman origin film to exist. I agree. Right there, you, you literally—I mean—it's fleshed out. And then mm. even more so, like when Zack Snyder's Justice League comes out, it's gonna flush him out even more. He went through mm. the worst of the worst, didn't get trusted by the people of Earth, then he returns, and now his the faith in him is restored. There you go. You got your comic book Superman. Use it. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like it's right there. Like I don't get it. Exactly. If you want that lighter shit, like like you could like if you follow what's going on from Justice League, like you said, like it 
it ties in perfectly into him being a lighter superhero. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I, I don't understand. Even if you use that bullshit version that Josh directed in 2017, mm-hmm. even if you use that version, like you, you had the the the, the comic book Superman right there for you to just go exactly. I'm just like, why are you using a CW? I don't understand. Like, I heard the reports how they don't know what to do with the how to, you know. <laughs> make a superman film relatable and stuff like that that, that makes no sense because he's op like there's so many different things that you could do to like zach literally stripped him down in his first right. film that's so why, why i can't yeah, it's, 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 I, I let him film to death because of that you can <sighs> make superman the most relatable he's ever been I feel like a real guy that you could just like kick it with like it's small stuff in the movie. I'm, we can get off before I get off this, but mm-hmm. like things about Manso that I love so much. It's just small stuff. Like he's at his mom's house with a dirty ass T-shirt on from doing work outside, <laughs> watching the yep. baseball game, sipping the Budweiser. Like that is so human. I've never ever seen mm-hmm. Superman depicted in a light like that. Like just a regular mm. guy, just with his mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, but let me get. And off. now you're gonna have Superman with a family. And can, uh, like, uh, I, I didn't know anybody that was asking for Superman and his two kids. Like, yeah, okay. I guess. Well, whatever. I, you I, could I, tell me when it comes out how it is. It won't be me, but um. Anyway, <laughs> so while on the on the just jump back into the film train and leave TV behind for a little bit, mm-hmm. movies continue to be pushed back mm-hmm. by all these other studios. Now, do you think? Of course, when you weigh things out, like, there are pros and cons to, to pushing them mm-hmm. back. Like, so where do you sit with that, them, them, them doing this? Uh, it depends, though, because certain movies only get pushed back later on to 2021. At the, okay, okay, but there's certain movies like, uh, what is it? That Jared Leto... Yes, can push back more, yeah. year. Not just that, bro. It was originally supposed to come out tw- last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, 2020. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. So now it's coming out 2022. So a whole two years of pushing it back, bro. By the time that film comes out, like to begin with, I was so so with it. Now I I could care less, bro. I really can. My hype for that movie is in the drain. I don't like certain films like that. Let it go. You have no issue putting that. Yeah, exactly. It is. It's it's dumb to me. I'm I'm halfway for certain films, but like there's other films like um, A Quiet Place Two, which had very very limited um, um, trailers and marketing and stuff. So a lot you could fool a lot of people think into thinking that it's supposed to come out this year. In comparison, when you have other things that you know it's been marketed for over a year now, yeah, mm-hmm. which is which is cool. And it it you know I'm fifty fifty about it, but. It's pretty obvious that um, the movie theaters is not gonna, it's not going back to normal anytime soon. I saw, I believe it was AMC CEO or something that that's talking about with the vaccine that he believes that uh, movie theaters are gonna be open summertime. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, what number? What are you looking at that made you think, that made you think that? No, bro. Man, just the, this year is gonna look a lot like last year, and it's not gonna get better until 2022. If you don't have a streaming service like like HBO and Warner Brothers has a thing, 
um, NBC has like if if you're like I don't think Sony has a streaming right. I don't think so. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like your best bet, like sell, 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 give it to Netflix. I, I know damn well if Netflix is gonna pay you a pretty penny. Just 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 follow um, HBO Max and and just dump it, man. If not, risk opening your movie theaters to damn where nobody coming. If um, Wonder Woman overseas. Which doesn't have HBO Max struggle to make money. A Wonder Woman film that's a sequel to a film that made over eight hundred million is not making bank. Mm. Morbius is not is not gonna be making money like that. No. So that's my thoughts. Ah boy. Um, mm. I honestly don't see any like pros to pushing it back, bro. Like mm-hmm. I don't because the thing about it is these companies holding these movies back, they already have stuff in production. Mm. So it's kind of like, if you keep holding on these movies, you're going to keep, you're pushing stuff back. Mm-hmm. And you're wasting money and time for yourself. I agree. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, if you if you save it, you know, till later, you can put it out to make more money. But I'm like, but then you have a slate of like a hundred films that you got to put out. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like you're gonna readjust everything. Uh, like it's, I, I just, I just don't see no, no, uh, no pros to it, bro. Honestly, like, uh, mm. you, like I don't understand. Like, if you're gonna push a, a movie back, right? Why not just say it's indefinitely not coming out? Why do you have to put a date on it and then look like a complete idiot? When you move it again, because I believe they're saying Black Widow's gonna get moved again. Yeah. For like the fourth time. Yeah, it's like, bro, I'm I'm literally mm. the interest level is literally like just dropping every time y'all be like, oh, we're pushing it I back, agree. you know, three months. It's just kind of like. I agree. Bro, this movie old as hell. Like, mm. I saw a trailer a year ago. Like, just put it out, bro. <laughs> like, you gonna take an L regardless. You gonna take? They gonna take L. Mm-hmm. They, they're gonna take L's because. A movie like Black Widow, I'm I'm literally not excited to see it. Like, it's just no one's talking about it. It's just like at all. If it comes out, I'm like I'll see it when I see it, but I'm not looking forward to it. When, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, no. Like I saw a lot of people that put out their most anticipated movies for this year. I don't think I've seen one movie have Black Black Widow in their top ten. That's crazy. Nobody cares, bro. Like, uh, yeah, exactly, and that's their fault. And you have. Disney Plus, right there. And you have no problem charging an arm and a leg for it, so I, uh, you're gonna get your money. There will be a lot of people that's gonna watch Black. I'll, I'm not paying an extra thirty dollars to see that. No, I'm not. I, I don't see that happening. Not because it's you know uh, Black Widow. It's because that's too much money, yeah, bro. That's, I'm not paying that. I saw somebody said that's four K prices, bro. On top of a, a subscription, nah, I'm good. It's yeah, gonna get bootleg. Miss me on that. On. Now, <clears throat> speaking on streaming. And uh, you know, movies going to theaters and all, and going on streaming at the same time. There's a company that had that bright idea first, and they got absolutely annihilated for it, left and right. Warner Brothers, HBO Max got killed for you know announcing this. What was that? Was that that was last month they did this, right? Yeah, last month, literally. The, yeah, just a whole <laughs> thirty days ago got killed, and now look at the state of the movie theaters. Like, what's your thoughts on that? Do you think 
Hollywood owes WB an apology? And does this make them look more valid? Yes to both because mm-hmm. it's, you know they're sitting there saying like, oh, WB is officially killing cinema, but mm. here we are in 2021, WB is the only one putting movies in cinema. So it's kind of like mm-hmm. y- y'all literally the rest of your studios really aren't doing anything to help at all. Mm. WB is doing what they can to not only help the market, but help the consumer. <laughs> and that's the thing that these companies ain't realizing. Like the consumer is the priority. Mm-hmm. And you ain't helping none of us like do this time. You know what mm. I'm saying? So I'm like, like I said earlier, everybody's going to take L's this year. It don't matter. Like <laughs> and you're going to take an L point by period. So, but the best thing mm-hmm. you can do is release good shit and keep and keep a good name for yourself. Because even right. if they re- people will start releasing movies next year in theaters, you're still gonna take an L. It's not gonna make money like you like like it once was. It's not because mm-hmm. theaters was open all last year in the summertime when everybody was out and about doing stuff and nobody went. So mm. it's just like it, it, it's a visionary standpoint that they that, you know that they use. Like, hey, we're gonna do our best to help theaters and help the people out there to get through this, you know, this, this, this time. Cause mm-hmm. I, I, I said it back then. I said it now. It's still a great move, man. Like as a movie watcher and just from a marketing standpoint, as you know, excuse me, a business standpoint it makes sense to do this, get rid of all your movies so you can keep it moving. Cause again, I tweeted this when 2022 comes around and <laughs> it's time for, you know, theatrical releases, y'all gonna be releasing all your old ass movies while WB's gonna have some fresh new shit to give to people. Mm. So, wh- what you gonna see? The Batman or Black Widow next year? Hmm? Is that even a question? I'm, I'm just saying. Like, like, what are you gonna see? Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, y'all releasing 20, 2019 releases, no, excuse me, 2020 releases with new movies. You can't compete. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's why I stand on that. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I agree. Uh, when I first heard the news, uh, Warner Brothers doing this, I was—I wouldn't say I was fifty-fifty. I was just, you know, I was—I had mixed feelings because I'm like, damn, what is this? My first thought is, what is this gonna do to movie theaters? Because not too many people are gonna take the route of going to see it in movie theater, which which I understand a thousand percent. But now sitting back and looking at it, all these movies getting pushed back. Um, James Bond got pushed back once again. Mm-hmm. Like movies moving out of twenty twenty one, like, <laughs> and you have none of that coming from the Warner Brothers side. Mm-hmm. Like this genius, this is a stroke of genius. It's one of the few things the idiots and Warner Brothers did right. Because <laughs> whoever is in the you know executives and Warner Brothers, they've been making the wrong moves left and right, and that's pretty obvious. But this one is a stroke of genius because all your movies. Are coming out this year yeah. no delays like everybody like you could sit back and plan and be like okay i'm gonna do this for this that because i know i'm gonna see this movie this year like you can't do that with other studios you don't even know if it's gonna be released this year you get what i'm saying so mm-hmm. like i think everybody and their mother especially <laughs> christopher nolan christopher nolan uh villain all of these guys just send your apology letters directly yeah, and on top of that, it's like they've already came out and said that people are going to get paid the same way as a theatrical release. So exactly. What's the point of complaining? So, 
when when end and oh well, we we're talking about this it's gonna be our next topic but yeah this is stroke of genius warner brothers finally took a w in my opinion so yep now wait you can go on now go ahead you you already uh was, was talking about it roll it out bro yeah so we, we <laughs> godzilla versus Kong. that's all i'm gonna say goddamn <laughs> God damn, god damn, god damn. <clears throat> what were your thoughts of the trailer? I saw I saw your YouTube uh, reaction. Bro. Just let the let oh them know. God, man. Like and this is what I was talking about earlier when I said you're feeding the consumer. Because as a consumer mm. watching that, it made me mm. so excited. For mm. for that, I don't even know how long the trailer is. It's probably like three minutes. For that three minutes, bro, I forgot about everything. I didn't care yes. about nothing. Yes. I literally was so in tune with this trailer, like, holy shit, like, wow, like, we're actually going to get to see this? Like, <laughs> oh, man, like, it, 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 like literally, bro, it, it left me speechless, like, watching it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, it went off, and I cut it back on again. It went <laughs> off, and I cut it back on again. I couldn't believe it. I was like... Not only is this something that I've always wanted to see, I always wanted to see Godzilla vs. Kong in like a modern yes. day film. But the, whoever cut the trailer, magnificent job, man. Like, A1. Like, I remember, okay, so, so it opens and then shows Godzilla, like, you know, swimming. Mm-hmm. And we both know in Godzilla, you know, the first one, and in King of Monsters, mm-hmm. he pretty much did all he could to protect the humans. That was his thing. Yes. So when he rammed that boat, I was like, damn, Godzilla, why you do that? <laughs> I had the same reaction, bro. I was, I was really like, damn, like, why? Like, ain't you supposed to be good? Yeah. And then it showed him, like, like uh, blasting people in the city. I was like, what the fuck is going on? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and just from there, and then showing Kong, you know, in the chains and, like, showing mm. both, you know, their first face off. It was just like, man, this is going to be incredible bro. I can't wait man um, mm. like I gotta get my thoughts together like what do you think that shit was fire bro absolutely fire yes uh, pr- prior to this we, we basically saw nothing we saw stills and stuff like that so I didn't know how to feel about this film because um, King of Monsters was fantastic when no humans were involved yeah, yeah. Like when it, when it was just when it was just the kaiju's going at it, Ghidorah, and I'm like, yo, this shit is fire. So, but as a film as a whole, I'm like, okay, it's okay. I haven't been impressed with any of them. The 2014 Godzilla, King of Monsters, and um, even Skull Island. I was like, okay, they're okay. But this trailer dog, like you said, whoever cut this shit, yo, give this man a raise, mm. cause God damn, bro, woo, God damn. I was I don't do um, trailer reaction. I almost did one, bro. <laughs> I, I was like, "Fuck it, yo. I'm, I'm I'm about to go ham because this shit is fire." Yeah. But um, yes, you know, part of my French, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just excited. But yeah, bro. I was like, I'm. If if Godzilla ain't whooping King Kong's ass in this film, we are gonna have problems. Though. So you you team, That's you all team I'm, Godzilla? Oh, all the way. All right, cool. Since cool, day cool. one. Since day one, yeah, I'm Godzilla too. And I, yeah, and I saw they that little slow motion sneak shot he got in. That's cute. That's cute. Until he get his, <laughs> all you gotta do is distract them. You either you either throw white woman in front of him, <laughs> or you throw a banana, and it, <laughs> and it's a wrap. 
<laughs> but yeah, yeah, this trailer was fire. Um, I I think I kind of know more about this film, so I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, talk about because I don't know if it's one hundred percent true. But you know, my dumb ass went. I was so excited. I read. I know what you read. A little too much. I know what you read. Huh? You talking about? Yeah, bro. I'm having a team up. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. And versus who supposedly and all that stuff and what's going on with. Ooh, I, I, I read too oh damn much. Like, I'm thinking about. Yeah, that, bro. If, 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 if what I'm what we thinking happens like they're in the midst of fighting and then that. <sighs> You hear a devilish scream and they turn and look and they see that? Oh my god. Oh my god. And this is what I mean. Like Godzilla versus Kong just broke the Batman record in trail in trailer views. Yeah, yeah. People are hungry to watch this film, bro. Mm-hmm. Like the the delays are not gonna do shit for it. Just release it. Watch how much view like it, when this film comes out, I believe it got pushed now to uh, March 31st, that shit's gonna make bank, bro. Mm-hmm. That shit is going to make bank, and I can't wait, bro. Yeah. I am a little iffy. Like, uh, the little girl that supposedly could control Kong, I don't know how I feel about that. I'm, I'm like, eh. like, I did, like I said, the human characters are, it's like the Transformers. Mm-hmm. They're unnecessary. And they have the same little girl from um what's that tv show stranger things like yeah like just keep just limit them just make it 60 40 65 35 majority of, of kong and and godzilla and, and i'm straight because this trailer was fire yeah and see that's, that's the thing i like about the trailer too is because mm-hmm. you know before before we saw a thing all all we knew was godzilla was gonna fight kong but mm-hmm. seeing this trailer it opened a lot of doors like well, what's that about What's going exactly. on here? Like, what? Yep. Why? What? What is happening? And that's what got me so excited because, like, seeing Godzilla act erratic, it's like, what the hell is going mm-hmm. on? And it's just like, why? What's What's the relationship with the little girl and you know Kong? Like, what's up with that? How the hell did they even get Kong in shackles? Like, and ch- it's, yes, it's just like you see how big he is, bro. God damn, because I know tran- tranquilizers ain't working on that. Yeah, like it's just. Like, bro, oh my God, this trailer, bro. Like, the shot when Godzilla was roaring in the middle of Tokyo. Oh, my. Yes. Bro, the aesthetics for this film. Oh, my God. And then when Godzilla, How the lights hit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Godzilla shot his, his you know, his, his uh, atomic breath at, at, at Kong. And he, like, jumped <laughs> and, like, had like, a pool or some shit and slimmed it back. I was like, this is going to be nuts. Like. I'm not gonna lie though, they had King, they had Kong, they had a moving though. Yeah. He was looking like Mike out there yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, ah, Kong, Kong kind of hitting right now, man. Like, yeah, I said the same shit. I was like, damn, Kong kind of hitting right now. I'm sitting there putting my hand over my head, making sure nobody see me. Like, damn, Kong kind of hitting, nigga. Like, shit, is he gonna win? Like, damn. Yeah, it's not just that too. He dodging uh, beams and all. I'm like, I, Godzilla ain't get one hit in that trailer, did he? No, at all. <laughs> he didn't get damn. Nothing. Only hit he got was blowing up people, but <laughs> yeah, bro, this trailer was fantastic. A one, A one. Oh my god! Mm. So uh, while we on the subject of, of, of HBO Max, since mm-hmm. they are the only people you know um, putting movies out, <laughs> uh, I wanted to know what your most 
I'm excited to see. And if you don't know, you want me to read the slate off or what you want me to do? Yeah, I'm actually looking, I was looking at it um, while you're talking. It's, bro, this shit is insane. Bro, I don't like, know if I could give you just one movie, bro. It's, it's, it's literally like, <laughs> when you go damn, literally insane. It's 17 movies, like in a year. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, Joint after joint, we ain't gonna read all of them. There's lists out there, but what are your mm-hmm. what are the ones you're looking forward to? And it, it could be multiple, doesn't matter. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you multiple, uh, without a doubt, Dune, yeah. but that's not 100% sure. That's because I, I think they're trying to strike some deal yeah, that's where true. it stays. Yeah, if that if that's the case, then I, I whatever. But then, um, this Friday, bro, the little things, mm-hmm. what bro, you're telling me a film with Denzel, Jared Leto. Rami Malek about a serial killer, bro. Come on, sign me up. Yeah, I'm, this should look fire. I don't know. Did you see the trailer? Yes, I saw the trailer. I'm movie night this weekend, bro. Like, my, Facts, my, my bro. wife asked me like last week. She was like, "Hey, is that movie with Denzel coming out this week?" I was like, "Nah, babe, that's next week." She's like, "Oh, damn!" So it, it's it's there. Like, like that, that's one <laughs> for sure. Facts. And then another one is every everything I've seen about this movie looks. Fire from the actors to oh my god, that's um Judas and the Black Messiah, bro. Slam the dominoes on the table, got me and god damn. <laughs> damn, that shit looks fan. Oh my god, real that cast, I got, I got bro. Chills watching the trailer like when it opens. Yes, up, like I am a revolutionary. Yes, and they just chanting with him, boy. God damn, mm-hmm. bro. Lakeith Stanfield is a fucking fantastic actor, dog. Yeah. Like in person, like in real life, I seen him do's a little odd. He's not a hundred percent there, but to me, like those make the best actors, bro. Like <laughs> they make the best actors. But um, and he's in Jesse Plemons, bro. I don't know if you ever see Breaking Bad, the TV show. No, nah, I know you said I, you're not a hundred percent TV guy. Yeah, I'm not, I ain't really watching that. Yeah, but well, he's in there, bro. That dude, when he's sinister, man, there's nothing like it. And obviously, we just talked Godzilla for sitcom. Like, come on, bro. Yep, that's mine too. All, all three, yep. all three, you checking off boxes for me? So, I don't, bro, I don't that, address them. <laughs> this list is crazy. Mortal Kombat. Oh Mortal, like, come on, bro. <laughs> Yo, bro, I got so hyped when 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 they had like the little trailer, like kind of showing clips mm-hmm. of all the movies, and mm-hmm. it showed this nigga Sub Zero making an ice mm. with his hand, bro. Mm. Mm. I was in my seat that moment. I jumped up and, and, and almost <laughs> kicked something over because I was like, "Holy shit!" And then just mm. listening to the director talk about it, just like yes, like he was like, Look. "I think he's a first-time director, right?" Yeah, I think so. But he was just yeah. kind of he respect for for, for uh, martial arts for one, and Mortal Kombat is so high. He wanted to pay the utmost respect to the source material with the story. So I'm just like, Jesus Christ! Mm. Oh my. Like, oh, this is like making me, my, my heart flutter. Like, <laughs> all these movies. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm taking away your whole list, so I'm just going to leave it to one more. No, 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 so, no, keep going, because we can talk keep, about it as you go, because that's what that's I'm yeah. If that's the case, then um, also The Conjuring, bro. <sighs> the Conjuring, what, it, The Devil Made Me Do It. I didn't even know that's the title. <sighs> the Devil Made Me Do It. Oh, God damn, it's one of those, huh? Yeah, it's it's one of those <laughs> okay so yeah um the first two fantastic like if this knocks if it's i'm a little worried i'm not gonna lie because uh james wan is not coming back to direct this yeah yeah so i'm a little iffy but if it's good because i know he's producing so hopefully it it, it follows 
you know, tune with the one and two. If it's anything like that, it's going to be one of the best trilogies out, yeah. in my opinion. Um, Suicide Squad. Suicide, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. That... <laughs> uh, I got to shake my piece, man. Uh-huh. Um, I am looking forward to this because, like I said, that DC fandom trailer really Fire. pulled me in. But, bro. Every time I see somebody open their mouth in an article about this movie, mm-hmm. it instantly mm-hmm. makes me be like, what the fuck? What you mean? Like, <laughs> did, did you not see the uh, the, the recent um, the news about the Suicide Squad? Like what? Uh-uh. I don't like that. I don't like where this is going. Let me find it right quick, man. Because like, I remember reading it like, what is this? Like, I don't like where this is going. Bear with me, folks. I'm about to find the article because it was some pages from. Uh... Oh, let me see. I'm gonna read it off to you because I was like, "What does this even mean?" Like, oh uh, shit! God damn it! Uh, let me see. <sighs> Brace yourself too, because this is some weird. Really, <laughs> this is some other shit. Brace myself. No, is this confirmed or is this what people think? No, no, this is an article of people on the film talking about it. Ah, shit. And it just made me be like, what? Like, because I want to get this, you know, this film, you know, it's just because I said James Gunn is a good mm. writer. Like, him writing Dawn of the Dead, I'll never, like, come out of I'll, I'll never shun him off because he wrote that movie. I'm still shocked when you told me that. I did. I had no clue. It's a, for that alone, I'm always going to be like, all right, uh, I'll give you a shot. But this shit here, where is it? At? Come on, it wasn't that long ago. Where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it at? I gotta find it because you gotta hear this. I was like, what? I don't know how I missed that. Here you go. Here you go. It's all right. <clears throat> he said, "I think we." <laughs> this was a. Uh... The news that there will be a Peacemaker series played by us under the, the Kinnaman. Okay, Kinnaman is the dude playing Rick Flag. Okay, yeah. He went on to reveal how hilarious and perverted John Cena blew them all away with his comedic and perverted rants. What? He said, I think we all kind of, we were all kind of blown away by John Cena on that movie. From day one, he started improvising. He went on these comedic rants. It was 98%. <laughs> unusable because it was so sexually perverted and wrong and so bizarre bizarre things that come out that man's sick sick brain it looks like he was born out of an American flag he is just so ridiculously American he's a brilliant comedian I tried to learn from him but that's impossible because the things that come out of his face can come out of his can only come out of his perverted brain hmm. um <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what does that even mean? I, I don't I, know. I don't, like... I, I don't know. Like I read it, I was just like, "Huh? <laughs> How does that and the Suicide Squad go together?" I, I don't know. And, and, and it's another article in the same article that he was saying something about. Uh, I can't find that one, but to go on, he was just like, um, "The movie is just—it's just so silly. It's so silly. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous." But then it goes back to being emotional. But then it goes back to being silly. I'm just like. I don't really know. When you make a film like that, bro, going back and forth with tones, you got to find mm, that's going to be tricky. Yeah, so like I said, I haven't seen the movie. I'm holding up to see it. I don't know what it's going to be, but every time people open their mouths, bro, because Rick Flack, he said something when they were shooting it. He was like, oh, man, this movie's just so funny. I feel like I'm shooting my first comedy. And I'm just like, oh. 
the fuck are you talking about? Like, it just... so I expected funny with James Gunn, James Gunn coming along. You know, all his other films were um, Guardians One, Guardians Two, and he made that other film with the dude from The Office. The Office. Fuck, I'm, for, the office. I'm forgetting the name, bro. I think it's called Super or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. Yeah, that shit was hilarious. I ain't gonna lie, bro. But it was a hard R, like mature, dark humor type of. Yeah, funny. yeah. See that side of it is making me be like, this. This could be good. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. taking away from anything, but it's just when you read mm-hmm. stuff like that, it says somebody has perverted sense of humor that's like sexually perverted. I'm mm-hmm. just like, what? Like, but yeah. Anyway. Well, the good thing though, it did, they did say 98 percent of it ain't used, so. I'm, I'm hoping so. Right. Yeah, but yeah, that's uh. We'll be saying all that. What about you? What, what about films that you are looking forward to? Um, pretty much everything that you said. Um, mm-hmm. well, you know, pretty much everything that you said is what I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And of course, you said Dune already, but we don't know because mm-hmm. right now it's still slated for October first. Yep. So, uh, what's the other one? The Matrix 4, too. I was waiting for you to say that. I left that one for you. Yeah, I'm waiting for The Matrix 4 just because, like I said, Matrix is literally one of my favorite movies of all time. Same Game here. Game changer in sci-fi movies, game changer in action, mm-hmm. game changer in martial arts, like, game changer. So, I'm... Um, I'm a... But I got a confession, bro. What's up? I'm iffy on this one. I don't know if it's gonna be good. I mean, yeah, I agree with you. I I a hundred percent agree with you because I don't know what they're gonna do. Uh, yep. I don't I don't know where they're gonna go. I don't know why. They I didn't go. like the third one either, too. Yeah, the third one was watchable, but it's just like mm, it's watchable, know. exactly. So I know nothing about this movie, but because I'm I'm, I'm just excited for it because it's one of my favorite movies, the first one. So and it's only half of the directors is coming back too. It's not even the team. The team. Yes, I because it was. Hell if I know. I don't know. But I'll see it. Um, And, of course, my man James Wan back on, you know, uh, back to direct uh, Maglinic, excuse me. I don't don't know what it's about, but it's James Wan. Did you see that little footage they have for it? It was literally like two seconds. She was laying on the bed and it crept up. Yeah. just, Just seeing that makes me be like, what the hell is James Wan doing? Yeah, he's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. So if he's coming out with a movie directing, I'm there. So, uh, which 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 you was gonna say? Yeah, no, I'm just looking at the picture right now. She's laying in bed, but she doesn't even look like she's in the house. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't. That shit look crazy. That's what I'm saying James Wan, bro. Like this man mm-hmm. managed to scare the shit out of me in every movie he does. Oh, they don't got a release date. They just say 2021. Yeah, and, you know. So, but since it's slated and they they actually included the you know the name board in it, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll include it. But uh, he scares the shit out of me every movie. He manages to make me go to sleep <laughs> uh, really bad. So. And, um, yeah, that's that's my list. You know, you, you read them all. Uh, yep. And it's just happy that crazy. to have movies that actually are going to come out. Man. Guaranteed. Yeah. So I love it. So uh, <clears throat> moving on to to other things, you know, this is called the mm-hmm. film wrap up for a reason. So let's get into a little bit of rap. You know what I mean? Now you brought this to my attention, and I didn't even know mm-hmm. that, that that this was stated. But Lil Baby is named Rapper of the Year for 2020. Do you agree? 
uh, at first looking at it, I was like, little baby, he didn't have the best album of the year. But um, and then I I, I dug into it and I looked a little more and I'm like, yeah, I kind of do, cause um, prior to this year, little baby, he was just one of the littles. I I, I call him. Like, he didn't really stand out to me. Like, his music was, you know, typical music. But like I told you, his latest album, uh, My Turn, that's, it, it, it killed, he, he did his thing. And they broke all types of records. If we're talking about, if that's the criteria that we're looking at, like, accomplishments, what he did this year. Like, the album was, like, was number one, like, multiple times, I believe. It also went platinum. Um, his features, he had... Features left and right killed every last one of them. And also, what really did it to me in the height of all this Black Lives Matter shit. Yeah, that record he he, he did. Yeah, bro, a complete 180. Like wasn't expecting. And he was actually talking about some shit too. So the fact that you know at the height of your like that because that's the biggest he's been this year. Instead of continuing doing your conventional, you know, talk about my jewelry and all that shit, he actually took time and spoke about some real shit. While in the middle of protesting, I, you gotta earn my respect, and and that added on top of his um, commercial success. Yeah, I, I I see him as the MVP with that criteria. Yeah, because also I'm sorry to cut you off. Um, Drake, Cole, Kendrick, none of the heavy hitters, uh, Jay Z, nobody really dropped anything. So competition was kind of, you know, it's not all there. Mm-hmm. What about you? No, I agree with you. I actually do agree. Like, um, oh, okay, it, it wasn't a surprise to me uh, when uh, when I saw it. I was like, he, he, yeah, I agree. Like, um, he definitely owned twenty twenty. It's, it's mm-hmm. no getting around it. Like, even even we you know we spoke about our favorite rap albums last year. Uh, why he wasn't in my favorite, I can't deny. Um, how much he casted himself over the year, and like I said, that to me mm-hmm. personally, that one joint he did. You know, for the Black Lives Matter movement, like really opened my eyes. Like, okay, okay. I said the same thing. Baby, baby, baby talking right now. So, <laughs> like, like, yeah, I, I, I like to hear people, you know, MCs with his reach do that kind of stuff. It matters. Mm-hmm. That's what kind of ticks me off about some artists uh, who aren't willing to use their platform in that same type of thing. Mm. You know, regardless, I know you be, people be like, yeah, you know, that ain't my thing. But I mean, you could just do a record. Mm-hmm. Just write a 16 bar verse and just put it out there just to tip, let yep. me know how you're feeling. It ain't got to be a full song. Just put out what you feel because I know this is, you know, you're a black person in America. I know that this is weighing in your country. Mm-hmm. Like, as much as you try and like smoke it away or drink it away or whatever the hell, you know, ignore it, it's on your conscience. Mm-hmm. Just put it out there, even if it's in a verse format. So that, that alone to me uh, gives him that spot. I agree. And it, especially if you got like people like YG <clears throat> talking about shit like this as well. Like Ooh, as, drum is hard. if YG, right? I'm like, if he could do that back. shit, then come on. For real. So I agree. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> what have we done next? So I don't know if you watch uh, Versus. Uh, the Ashanti and Keisha Cole. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I heard it was trash. <laughs> Did you? I ain't, I ain't watch that it, shit. No, I didn't because I was I was on Instagram and uh, uh, this girl I used to work with back in Jersey. Um, hmm. We follow each other and 
she posted <laughs> she posted some meme you know, some gif just like man I waited all this time for this shit <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why that was being done in the first place I mean like I like do they have cause versus is 20 hits right If unless they changed it for them yeah it's 20 hits they got 20 each like that um, I mean it's uh, well, that's not even the topic. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing us all off topic and shit. <laughs> My bad. But um, but versus is a topic. Supposedly, <clears throat> Drizzy Dre Drake hit up Timberland, which is one of the uh, runners. Him and um, Swiss Beats, and he says, "It's a two-parter, by the way." The first one is he says that he thinks Usher and Justin Timberlake should be um a versus that you know happens in the near future. That's part one. You know, I'll let you answer part one, and then I will switch to part two. What you think about that? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bad. Oh, oh my! Yes, bro. I said the same shit, bro. That is a battle to the death. Like, mm-hmm. like when I read that, when you sent me that topic, I was like, "Yo, that's a battle." Like, that's mm-hmm. probably one of the best battles possibly in verses because. Mm-hmm. They both got joints, and it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's literally gonna come down to how they sequence it. Cause when I think about their catalogs, they both got hit after hit after hit, <sighs> albums after albums, bro. It's just like I'm sitting here thinking of records. Like, okay, so what if Usher plays? Uh, what's the record? If, if he plays, uh, you don't gotta call. It's okay, okay girl. I'm like, but <laughs> that's the fire joint. But what happens if Justin plays? Da 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 da. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's just like it's, it's so many records that they both have on, on both ends, like from the from the fast mm-hmm. the fast paced joints to the slow paced joints. They have like, I, I still to this day I think that recent album Justin put out, um, the 2020 experience. Fire. Oh, <laughs> classic. Like yes. from start to finish, like the way it opens Pusha Love, like Strawberry Bottom. Yeah, bruh, mm. that song, um, Hands on the Wall. Yes. Like, joint, that shit was fire. Yeah, like, and then he had a joint with Hove on there too. Oh my God. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know personally for me, I ain't gonna lie, I'm more of a Justin fan. I ain't gonna friend. Like, I, 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 mm-hmm. I may lose my black card for that, but <laughs> I'm I'm more of a Justin fan, so I know I'm no more of his stuff but i can't follow mm-hmm. usher usher got some shit too so i, I would love to see it uh, what, what about you mm-hmm. what do you think of that yeah that, that shit is that's my ideal um battle for, um, that's one of the ideal battles i have for usher i'll say that but um as far as who would i i, I pick usher's my favorite r&b artist of all time i throw it out there bro Usher, like, I grew up on Usher as, like, this dude does not, well, nowadays he does, he does not make bad albums, bro. But also, I grew up on Justin Timberlake as well, dog. Like, mm-hmm. like it's, mm, I personally think Usher would um would win in that battle, but I think it'll, it'll be close. Like, what you gonna do when he goes, seven o'clock on the dot? Come on, bro. Come on, bro. I don't think, I find it hard for JT to come out with something that beat that. Even though Cry Me a River was hard, though. 
that like mm. yeah it's it's, it's Bro. like that's that's when he'll lose like it's, it's just so many ones that like if you yes. they, like what are you gonna do with that record like uh mm-hmm. it, it would be an excellent battle like i would look like i would these, pour up a glass of cognac and something just to watch that i agree but these two like they're titans and uh and I, know, I know a lot of people which I think is it's kind of dumb. Don't consider uh, JT 100% R&B. They still want to classify him as pop because of his NSYNC days. I consider him. I don't. I, he he makes some R&B joints to me. I mean, call me crazy. He do. I mean, that song he got uh, to the end of time. Like that's R&B mm-hmm. all the way. Like yo, mirrors, bro. Mirrors. Um, that shit hold a special place in my um. I just leave it at that. It's so many records Justin got. Like people forgetting about Senor Senorita. Like <laughs> forever. When did this album, bro? I hope this happens. So yeah, I mean, excellent battle, man. Like <laughs> I agree. Excellent. I hope it, Drake. Drake, you got power, bro. Yeah. I know you damn well ain't listening to this, but I know you got power. Make, make this shit happen for real, <laughs> please. All right, so we you know kind of reached the end of the show, and as we usually do. It's time to wrap things up a little bit. Um, so first off, film. What you've been listening to lately? Well, continuing. Uh, it was, I actually had like two options. Either, like I've been doing recently, go back listen to, to like find some gems that I missed that I haven't listened to. But this time, I, this album, I've heard it before, but I don't. But it, it wasn't sticking in my head, and so I'm like, you know what? It's a, it's a good chance. It's a good opportunity to go back and listen to it. And that album is Pusha T's uh, Darkest Before Dawn, The Prelude. Oh, fire. Yes. Bro, I don't know what minus, uh, mindset I was in back then. Because I, I heard it when it came out. But majority of these songs sound brand new to me. That shit wild. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Yeah, that, that's my job uh, when it came up. I remember going right to Best Buy day of copping that. Man. That's hard. Bro, from the intro with him always speaking some Spanish shit, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> and then he at Untouchable, bro, with that uh, with that Biggie sample, mm. that one, and then it goes right into Crutches Crosses Caskets. Like, speaking of what, what he said, he, he he had one bar in there. That shit was fucking hard. You talking about the bar for Drake? <laughs> he was like, uh, Nah, he, he said something about Drake. Yeah, he, he, he was like, uh, old niggas smacking young niggas. <laughs> yeah, over with Diddy. Because <laughs> I remember Diddy smack. No, no, Diddy smack Cole. Did Diddy smack um Drake too? He smacked Drake, yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. Okay. Old niggas smack. No, yeah, it goes right after that. He goes, uh, your, your man crush money's be owing, niggas. Yeah. My skin triple black. Like the I'm the omen. <laughs> you can't kill it. You can oh. kill a god like the Romans. God <laughs> damn. God damn. Bro, I had to rewind that shit a few times. Or I, I was like, mm. My favorite bar in that jump when that nigga was like, um, what did he say? He, he was like, is it, um, as you as you brag about your hundred as your thousand dollar joggers, is it is it fame when mm. the rapper's mother still lives in squalor? Mildred's in the Bahama mm. for the month. She probably sitting in her pajamas, eating lunch, swordfish. I was like, my reality is more fish, but then eclipse for all you curious Georges. Woo. Bro, how do you remember? Cause I how do you remember the show without even cause I'm sure you haven't heard that in a minute. Yeah, I think the last time I listened to it was like earlier last year. 
That's crazy to me. The, the fact that you remember that shit. It comes it come with being a rapper, bro. That's all it is. Like, Clearly. I and I ain't one of those. Because I remember I used to battle back in the day a lot, like rap battle. And back then, mm-hmm. you had to have like... Like, it's, it's different how... You know, now with smack battles, it'd be like three rounds, you know, timed. Mm-hmm. Back then, as you can see with the old smack DVDs, it was just about like, how many raps do you have? Like, can you keep going? Mm-hmm. So I had to have like... 30 raps just stashed ready to ready to go so That's it kind of just made that memory i'll be taking liberties when i'm re, uh reciting a verse because i know damn well i don't remember that shit so i'll be adding extra shit <laughs> into that shit <laughs> so, <laughs> but um yeah so I, I had to like uh point out some of the standout joints that one was with kanye oh yeah um i got a funny not even a funny story it's a quick little thing i'm listening to the album right mm-hmm. Uh, and my wife is right next to me and I have both uh, headphones on because when I listen to music I like to be in the zone bro like I'm like zoned out mm-hmm. and all I'm doing is focusing on the lyrics everything involved into it so I heard the hook once and then you know the hook plays again and hook, the hook is obviously the catchiest part of of the song so I'm reciting uh, Kanye's words when he goes money pussy alcohol you ni- after all oh yeah while I'm saying that out loud, my wife's mother is on the other line oh. hearing me saying that, bro. I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, Yo, you set me up. You could you could have tapped me on my shoulder, let me know. Yo, you got to look her in the face too. <laughs> what you mean? I'm out. <laughs> you already know, out in a few days. I gotta do. Uh, uh-uh. no siree. I'm escaping. You be like, hi, hi, hi. like, hi, mom. You gotta come in there with that and some roses so you can forget. For real though, but yeah, but um, I, I remember I told you beforehand. My name is my name was my favorite uh, Pusha T album, but I'm gonna have to listen to these back to back again, bro, because this this was hard. Daytona Daytona good too, but my name is my name, and then now uh, Darkest Before Dawn, that sh- that is slap, bro. See, for me, uh, out of the three he got, to me, my name is my name is the least favorite personally. Really, why? Cause he got a couple joints on there that I can skip. Like I'm not a fan of that, that song with Jeezy. Um, mm. It just sounds I, I don't know. It just it's just a weird sound. And uh, it's, I think it's the joint with with, with Chris Brown. It's, it's I I reckon it's I um, with Chris mm. Brown on the hook. Like there are like some few records that are like just okay. Whereas I feel like on mm-hmm. Darkest Before Dawn, every song is a, is a banger. Same thing with Daytona. Every record just goes. It's a, See, I can't give Daytona every single rap uh, record does that shit. That shit fire, but it's only like what five or six uh, joints on it. So that that's more of an EP or but, you know, it's not a. Four I mean, that's true, it. but there's so much content packed into it that it's like that like, is. It, it, but I, 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 I can is. see that though. But yeah, but yeah, that's um that's what I listened to recently, and I'm I'm glad I did because that shit, uh, that shit was fire, bro. Um, and of course he had his track <laughs> with the dream. He always got a track with the dream in it, mm-hmm. so fire. I didn't know that Pusher, I mean that Diddy and was it Mario Wine Wine's the dude? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they they executively produced this album. I didn't know. Yeah, that. that, that's why he said on um on Crutches, uh, Cross's casket, he was like, he was like, uh, what do you say? He said, "Take my time, take my time to craft it," because I don't like back and forth with Puff about rap shit. Because yeah. he was in the interview, he was like, uh, Puffy be making him do verses over and over again for it to be perfect. And he said he used to annoy the hell out of him. And he said he put that bar in there for him to hear at that time. So mm-hmm. that's how I knew um, he produced it. 
I see. Well, the only song that was uh, just okay to me was uh, Keep Dealing with uh, Benny Siegel. Siegel's part was kind of weak. Yeah, me. yeah. I better say, you like his verses on that? Like... No, 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 not him. Uh, oh, okay. Beat, uh, Benny, yeah. Say that's that's that's, that's a drug dealer music. But I remember, like I said, that, that album came out when I was in New Jersey, and I used to be riding down. Oh, yeah, that's fifteen. Yeah, yep. I, was, I used to be riding down eighty West at night, just mm-hmm. that song pumping, boy. Like, but yeah, you you picked the right track for that, bro. Like, damn, push it. They need to put some respect on his they name because I'm do. looking through his catalog, bro. This man do not like ever since. He left um, the clips with his, with his breath. Like every single solo album he put out has been fire. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm hogging up all the all the time. I need to ask you what you listen to. Recently. No, you can hog it up because I mean that's a dope album. Like pretty much, mm-hmm. I just been listening to like old stuff. Um, I recently found one of my old phones, and mm. it just has a whole bunch of like older music on it. From if I had to guess. I would say it's between 2009 or 10 up into about mm-hmm. 2013. So it's a bunch of music of that era. So if I could pick some songs like uh, Hustle Hard, the era of Hustle Hard. Uh, the remix? Yeah, the one uh, with Wayne on it. Boy, that record is ridiculous. But hold on. What, what about the, uh, what am I mixing it? What about, I, I, I think you're talking about Rick Ross, right? Yeah, yeah the, uh, Hustle, Hustle, Hustle. Didn't oh. he have one with um, Jay-Z though? Or am I thinking of different songs? Am I thinking Port of Miami? You think Port of Miami, yeah. That that's uh okay. every day I'm hustling, you think about. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. There we yeah, go. Yeah, Hustle Hard Remix. They had Rick Ross on it though. He was on that record and it had Wayne mm-hmm. on it too. Um, I know what you're talking about. But the era of that, the era of um Future Karate Chop, um Wale's mixed Future been out for a minute, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, that Wale tape, uh, eleven eleven, I think is the name of it. Um Mm-hmm. It's just been a bunch of you know music from that era, and it was kind of refreshing because it kind of made me realize how trash rap music is now. Because like <laughs> it's uh, and I sound like an old head, and I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that. Um, and it ain't got nothing to do with age either. I just know good music, and mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that these days it's just not good. Like it's it's too much. Like rap was one of those things that it kind of did benefit from having gatekeepers. You know, when you can't, mm-hmm. when back in the days when you couldn't just say anything on a record, you had to actually either be about it or it had to be known of, you know, um, that wasn't that bad of a thing. So without mm-hmm. that, you just got people who aren't even of the culture making music that's like us. Like, that's you know true. what I'm saying? So that's all I'm listening to. Oh, I will say too, um, I, I listened to that kid. Uh, I'm at a, it's funny, I'm talking about the old school and I'm about to get some props to the new school. Uh, uh, the kid Jack Harlow, I think his name is. I was just about to bring him up, bro. Wow. Yeah, uh, I listened to his album recently. Really? Yeah, I listened to it. Um, and while it's it might not as a full album, it might not get a lot of play from me. Mm-hmm. It's 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 actually a pretty good album. I'm not sure, bro. He got he you know he. He's what I consider a hit maker, bro. They know how to make the catchy, um, you know, ev- the, everything that fits together to make a hit. Yeah, but I mean, but outside of that, though, I think he actually can rap too. Like, um, really? Okay. Yeah, like he got this record. Now, one of the records on it is so 
hard. Oh, Tyler Hero's my. That, that's the joint right there. Life. That joint. At, uh, yeah, bro. White five white boots. Five white boots for me. When they're not in sync. I was in the house, right? And my wife, she had a phone on, mm-hmm. like just shuffle playing new stuff. And the beat came on. I was looking like, okay, you know, um, that, that flute. Doo, doo, doo. Yep. And then it dropped, and he just started going off. And he was just like, I was like, damn, Jackie. He got some bars, bro. He said something like, uh, the hotel's heaven on earth, uh, but the sheets is angel white, or he said something like that. And I'm just like, okay, he ain't come to play. So, but I say that to say, Jack can actually rap. Like, he mm. had, he can, he can really rap. But like I said, the only reason I probably won't listen to it is because the kid is way younger than me. So he talks about stuff that just doesn't connect with me personally. Mm, okay. But, it's a good album. I'll, I'll say that, dude. He got some nice beats. He got hit. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's Hit Boy. Yeah, Hit Boy's on the production. Mm-hmm. Hit Boy, dope. And it's crazy because he has a lot of soulful <laughs> samples on it on the, the tape. Like, album mm-hmm. has soul beats. Like, it's actually I I, I say that like it's pretty good. Um, but uh, yeah, that's all I've been listening to really. Yeah, I haven't um heard the album, but I've heard a bunch of his um joint because it's, it's unavoidable. It, like it's on. Um, Pandora radio, whatever you turn mm-hmm. on, he has one with um Big Sean. I forgot the name of it. I know what you're about. But that's just that shit hard yeah, though. Yeah, he got some hard joints. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what I like about him, he knows his lane, bro. He's not trying to step outside his lane and be something else. He knows who he is, what type of rapper he, rapper he is, and he just sticks to mm-hmm. it. That, so I could always respect that. Yeah. yeah. With that being said, <clears throat> you know, since last podcast. I forgot what you said you saw recently. You know, following suit. What did you? What have you watched since then? Well, I've watched a gang of stuff. Um, mm. Let me look through my letterbox D. <laughs> <laughs> so I still haven't used that, and I got it. Yeah, you need to use it more. It's dope because you can like track mm-hmm. stuff as you watch it. And so that's what I just do. And go back. Yeah, matter of fact, I think I saw you just posted your top. 15 movies of all time or whatever yeah i'm making a list of like my favorite 100 movies because i uh Whew, god damn i can't do that I'm, I'm at 83 i got 83 so far really i'm too indecisive bro like like every other month my top 10 list changes you'd be surprised though you, you'd be surprised like when you start actually loading all your because what i'm doing right now they're not really ranked i'm just putting them in there like my favorites mm-hmm. and then i'm going back and rearranging them from there What's the purpose for a video or just for fun? Uh, a little bit of both. I mean, one one of these days I might go through it just to see. Um, mm. But it's just for me to look at and be like, damn, these are the kind of movies I like. No, you got to shoot that my way. I'm curious. I bet I, I'll send it to you. Um, but what I've watched is, uh, over these two weeks, I watched that movie, Fatal. And if you follow me on, um, well, if you subscribe to my channel, you saw what I think about that um, side. Uh, Next, I watched a new horror classic that I just watched this year. Like, this is my first time watching it. Um, Suspiria, mm. a horror movie from 1977, and it is amazing. It might be one of my favorite horror movies, man. Like, the cinematography is drop dead gorgeous, bro. Like, I gotta watch it is that. It's drop dead gorgeous. You really don't know what the hell is going on until like the last 20 minutes. But even though you don't know what's going on, it's still a ride and it still keeps you guessing. Like, what the hell is happening? Like, this is just creepy. And it mm-hmm. and, and it has one of the best scores in any horror movie ever. Like, it, it mm-hmm. just plays and it's just very, it just has a certain aura around it. Like, the score and the movie. It's just creepy the entire time. And then mm-hmm. when the last 10 minutes hits, it's just like, holy shit. And then it stops and you're like, 
you don't know what to think. So, Spiria, mm -hmm. fire. Um, another movie I watched. Uh, we need to talk about Kevin. Mm, that's my movie right there. And, uh, oh, what? Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. And, and <laughs> first of all, I will say another gorgeous movie. Um, cinematography is on point. It's not as it doesn't have as much flair as Suspiria, but it's one of those films that if you are in the know about cinematography and recognize it, it's a gorgeous film. I think this, you know, I think it's a little bit more subtle with, with the cinematography. But man, that movie's a gut punch, man. Like mm. it's just a kid being an asshole, and it's just like a, it's just a, a, a parent's worst nightmare, man. A mother's worst nightmare. Mm. Let me say that. Um, it it it, st it stuck with me like after watching that I was literally thinking about it for the next like hour or so. Mm. So, would you? That's one. I think that's um, Ezra Miller's best uh, acting period, and I actually watched it only because I watched. Um, I think it was right before BVS came out, and the news came out that he was cast as as Flash. And what I like to do if um. Like if somebody gets cast into something I'm interested in, I like to go and like watch the whole, you know, filmography, like the movies they've been in, and and uh, yeah, that's what I did. I went back and I watched that movie of him to see, you know, what type of actor he was, and I was I was blown away, bro. Yeah, yeah, he's he's good in it. It's, it's almost scary, like <laughs> Jesus. All right, um, mm -hmm. next movie was this old eighty slasher called The Slumber Party Massacre. <laughs> It, it, it's, it's literally one of those movies that if you've seen 80 slashers that are pushed to the maximum of just like cheese and kills this is one of those like it's a fun movie uh, it doesn't really make a lot of sense but it, I like it. it's fun um, uh, I watched this other movie called The Cleansing Hour on Shudder mm. and it's about this group that does a web like a web series staging mm. fake exorcisms so what happens is they actually are trying to do a new one, but it actually turns real, and mm. shit just goes haywire um, for a, for a bunch of different reasons. I do think it's worth the watch if you have Shutter or if you have Cleansing Hour on one of the other um, apps that provide it. It's definitely worth the watch. I liked it a lot. And uh, mm -hmm. last thing I watched, and it was recently. I think I watched it yesterday. Yeah, was Ready Player One for the first time, mm. and. This movie's awesome, dog. Like, yes, it is. <laughs> movie's great, man. The, the 80s in a bottle. Yeah. All bottled like, up. From the, the soundtrack choices and... Oh, God. I'm about to go on a little rant. Go ahead. I, it just... It makes me... I don't know if it's just the way the world works, but ever since watching Wonder Woman 84, a mm. bunch of 80s movies have just kind of stumbled onto my... like stumbled onto me and then I've been watching mm -hmm. I'm just like there was so much more it, that movie could have done to be 80s like mm. and this is one of them man like I agree you know, you know what I'm saying uh, but anyway uh, I stopped slandering that movie even though it kind of deserves it but um Ready Player One man excellent movie I love the, the animation like it's animation's excellent um and the one last thing that I have to say is, after watching that movie, we need a Gundam mm. Wing film, bruh. A thousand percent agree. Son, when <laughs> dude was in the plane and he says some stuff in Japanese and he was like, I picked Gundam. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> he, he put his hand out and he transformed into the Gundam dog. 
Mm-hmm. Like, we need that, bro. We need a Gundam movie ASAP. And uh, yeah, so a little movie. It's so Steven Spielberg. Um, that's all I can say. I'm, I'm looking forward to the sequel, too. So, yeah, that's all I watched. What about you? Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, before I get into that, like Ready Player One, Steven Spielberg, like this dude is a master of adventure, bro. Mm-hmm. Like it's it, it's insane. I've never seen a director able to capture what it feels like to go on adventure. Like you feel like you're like you're with the characters going through what they're going mm-hmm. through. Like, this, this dude's a master, mm-hmm. bro. But um, as, as my end, as far as my end, um, I watched Wonder Vision, the first three episodes. Okay. <clears throat> Um, fresh, 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 fresh breath of air that uh, I believe the MCU definitely needed. It's very original mm-hmm. and a different man, and uh, and, I, and that's all. I, I think I can speak for you when I say that's all we've been asking for. Just something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not the formula. The, you know, it's. And I'm also intrigued with um. Oh, damn, you haven't seen. I don't think you've seen episode three. Right? No, not yet. I ain't seen it. Okay, so I I I I'll leave it there. Once you watch it, and then. I'll bring that up, but yeah, I, I feel like there's gonna be trem- tremendous payoff by the end of this um, this series. 100%. That's gonna affect, yep, that's gonna affect the MCU in a large way. So right now, what they the first three episodes it gets my stamp of approval, and I, I can't wait for Friday to see the other one. Yeah, but as far as um film wise, uh, I I was just bored, so I'm like, let me watch this movie that I that you you brought up a few times, and I seen Twitter be going crazy about it. Uh, Underwater with uh, Christian Christian Stewart. Oh yeah, yeah. What you think of that? Uh, it was cute. It's adorable. It was, you know, I understand why people uh, like it, but I don't know. I didn't care for a single one of these characters, bro. Oh, of course not. Like I felt, yeah, man. Yeah, man I felt like the characters were horribly written. And especially with T.J. Miller's character, dude, that dude was getting on my nerves. Nobody likes him. So when they, <laughs> everybody hates yep. him. So when they snatched him, <laughs> spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Underwater, it's like, it's like what, two years now, I think? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when they snatched, like, they completely snatched him out that suit, bro. I'm like, God damn, about time. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, the dialogue was uh, okay, but... But towards the end of the film, when you see the monsters, bro, I was like, okay, goddamn, this shit kind of fire. Yeah, see, and that's what I was always telling people about the movie. I'm like, if you are somebody that's afraid of the ocean, this movie is yes. effective. Now, if you don't, if that don't scare you, then you might just be like, yeah, it's, it's just, you know, whatever. But I'm, I'm terrified of, of, of the, of the ocean, dog. Like I am mm-hmm. terrified. So, listen, I just fit that uh, stereotype. What they say about, you know. <laughs> well, you know where I'm going with Black that. King <laughs> yeah, yeah, I fit that shit perfectly. Cause I can swim and I'm scared, yeah. man. Psh, not me, either or. But uh, yeah, but there's some idiots, bro. Like they, they some. Huh. First of all, like you know what? Yeah, they made some very dumb choices in my opinion. And um, like I said, I didn't. The way they decided to write these characters, and when they obviously started getting picked off one by one, I I, I didn't care for them at all but you know towards the end they made up for it with with the monsters in that ginormous uh, <laughs> i don't know what it that. was but i couldn't see it though that's that's the issue i had like because it was so dark like you you only see bits and pieces of the, of the creature bro i wanted to see more yeah I, mean, I, I saw enough i needed to see to know that that's nightmare fuel for me 
That shit was crazy. Bro, let, let the gun yeah. off and then the light goes off and you see how big that shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I, I would have died like right there seeing that. Like, yeah. and you know that you know it's crazy, bro. I believe that we supposedly only discovered thirty percent of the ocean. I believe that's a number, right? Yeah, yeah. So I fully, maybe not that massive and not that strange. I fully think there's some weird shit down there. That we are unaware of, I think bro. That's possible that that's down there. Like watching, like I think that's what fascinates me about Aquaman so much, just as a character mm-hmm. in general. You know, outside of the movie, but you know the depths of the sea and what it would be like to actually be down there. Like, that should, mm-hmm. yeah, no, like, like <laughs> I, I still on land. Like if I had a like that would be one of my if if you could guarantee me. I could go down there and I could come back 100%. That would be one of my goals, bro, to just go down there as far as possible what no one has ever seen. Nah. And, like, just witness. I'm, I'm, if, if I'm guaranteed to come back 100% I mean, you intact, can come back, but you still have nightmares in your head. Like, uh. But that's all that's going to be, nightmares. So I'm still breathing, so. When then the idea comes out, like, what if they make their way up here? Like. Oh, then, then, then I'm then I'm one of the first ones to go. Then that's what I'm saying. Like I, I don't want to know nothing. Y'all just stay down there and chill, and just, just let us be up here. Yeah. So that's um, that's the movie and show that I watched recently. And uh, I don't know. Did you buy the tension? I didn't. I, I like the intensity. I wasn't. I wasn't buying that either, bro. Maybe I just wasn't in the mood watching it, but. I wasn't really buying it. The it, things that said it to me was a creature. It could have been that. Like, um, like I said, I'm. I think I might be more scared of the sea than you. Maybe. Like, um, possibly. Because I'm telling you, bro, I am terrified. Like, I, and I'll tell you why. Right, I had this dream mm-hmm. when I was a kid that I was like on a boat and it was mm-hmm. thunderstorming, and somehow I fell off the boat and I blacked out, and then mm-hmm. and then when my eyes opened, I was underwater, and like, it's just mad. It's just mad dark, right? And picture mm-hmm. the, this in the dream. It goes from me looking around dark, and then and then mm-hmm. the camera, I guess the view changes and it shows me small as hell, and then a lightning bolt strikes, and it's the it's an eye the size of a house that blinks, and I'm just fuck? in the middle looking at it, and then I woke up. Ever since that moment, I've been terrified to see like. Mm-mm. And you said this was a dream when you was a kid, and you still remember yes. that. Oh, that's so crazy. that's why I'm like terrified of the ocean. So. You would never go on a carnival or anything. No, like actually, that? I, I actually went on a, a cruise. Yeah, I, mean. I went on a cruise in 2013, mm-hmm. but I had, I had I just drank the whole time, so it didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> and when we went on deck, uh, I like, especially when we went on deck, I was just kind of like, oh my god, that's funny. Like, yeah, so I'm. Yeah, that's I'm, that's my thing. I love going to cruises. Yeah, I'm definitely scared. So. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah. Though, those are the. The things I watched uh, this past, you know, since last podcast, but I'm seeing um, uh, there's some more news coming out recently. Well, today, uh, reportedly, well, it's not it's it's facts. Warner Brothers, bro, they they out here breaking records in a short time because um, I don't think they reached a year yet, have they? No. Mm. Yeah. So supposedly they have 17.2 million subscribers already. That's only U.S., isn't it? Yeah, and or uh, that's U.S. or active. One of them, I see. Deadline just reported it. No, that's just that's yeah, that's, cr- yeah, yeah. That's the U.S. active uh, HBO Max. That's crazy. That's crazy, and I think it's like sixty-six million to get total, but active is like seventeen point two million. Yeah. That's wild. Mm-hmm. That's crazy as hell. Mm. 
What do you think about those numbers? I'm, I'm not surprised. Like we talked about earlier, Warner Brothers is literally the only one putting out films, and mm-hmm. it's almost like it's it's such a it's such a brilliant model because they have so many good movies coming out that mm-hmm. once you use that trial, you know, for one movie, that's it. You know what I'm saying? You don't use your week trial, mm-hmm. and it's just like with all these bangers coming out, people are gonna want to see these movies, man. Like. I agree. The, the list we read, we know we read off earlier. You'd be lying if you say you didn't want to see none of the movies, bro. There's, there's at least two mm-hmm. on the slate that you want to see. Oh, there's a lot That's more. What I'm saying. What I'm saying. It's at least, at the very least, there's at least two movies on here you want to see. So, it, it, I'm not surprised. It's only going to grow from here. Mm-hmm. And we give, I personally give Warner Brothers a lot of crap for how they just run their business, period. But when it comes to the filmmaking aspect, bro, they they make some great shit, bro. And it's so they're not afraid to, you know, step outside their comfort zone, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm looking through the whole list, like it's all diverse. It's not just one one type of particular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not all friendly. It's not all adult. It's like it's everything that you could possibly want as a film as a film lover, mm-hmm. like. The best, uh, good, like I, like we said earlier, good luck, uh, Nolan. <laughs> if you want to leave Warner Brothers and go wherever you want to go, but man, they're killing yeah. it. Yeah. And speaking of films, man, um, sp- March, uh, March of the Batman is supposed to wrap up filming. Mm. Can't wait for that. Yeah, film, I've bro. been wondering when they're gonna wrap up. Um, wrap up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're gonna wrap up in March, and um, Flash is starting in April. Mm, okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Shit. All right. <laughs> Finally, some news. Yeah. All right. Yeah, man. <clears throat> I'm ready for that Batman, dog. Whew, man, I be thinking about that. I, I be trying to think about that movie, like, because I think it's this um, artist. I, I forgot what his name is. I think, but he did a. Uh, oh, what's his name? He 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 drew. He did the comic art for. I forgot what particular Batman comic it was, but he's doing a mock-up of of Bat the uh, the Robert Pattinson version. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I cannot wait for that movie, man. Like, it's going to be so fantastic. Like, it really is. Oh, man. So, yeah, that, that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, I can't wait for that. And also, your boy, um, James Wan, he coming. Uh, I think he got a release date for her. Oh, yeah, film. yeah. I did see that. Uh, September 10th. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. M- Maligant. Sorry if I'm butchering that, but it's Maligant. You're doing better than I would have done. And he posted a picture of something. I don't even know what it is. Like, mm-hmm. but it's James Wan. You can count me in. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Another HBO, I mean, WB HBO max exclusive. I'd love to see mm, it. Mm, mm, mm. Yes, sir. Well, with that being said, episode 14 of the film wrap up, it's in the books. Yes, sir. And, um, do you have any closing statements you want to give? Uh, other than just thank y'all for keep listening um, like I said I look at the numbers and review them and I'm loving what I'm seeing and thank every single Facts. one of y'all for listening even if you just listen to a segment um, so mm-hmm. much appreciated because like we always say we are going to make this into our career and mm-hmm. every listener helps that dream come true so thank y'all man thank you mm-hmm. yeah I just uh, exactly what he said I go along with it yeah, because, you know, there would be no rap, the film wrap-up without, you know, some listeners. So, thank you, everybody and anybody that's listening. And um, for definitely, you know, uh, crazy times, 
continue to wear your mask Please. no matter how comfortable you think you feel. Trust me. It, it, just that quick sign. Something crazy can happen. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> you could find me on all social media platforms simply at Film Fiends. That goes Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and especially YouTube. You know, I'm putting out some more material out there. So yes, sir. come out and support. So what can they find you, man? Uh, same thing on anything. Uh, you can find uh, the Rap Nerd JSO. That's how you spell it uh, all together. The Rap Nerd JSO. I'm on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Subscribe, please. I'm, I'm pumping out videos like crazy. Yes, he is. Um, uh, social medias just just support us man like we appreciate everything and yeah wear your damn ass please <laughs> yeah so everybody whoever's listening you all have a good night until episode 15 peace out film wrap up they want to know we tell them once and they still ask us but the people are thirsty for knowledge and we gotta fill that cup we never chill ask them when they come to film wraps bro we keep it real that's yeah. us it don't matter whether early or late, we are still make the scoop. Even though we on digital, we keep it real late, shoot. Bro, we ill with it too, so you know the deal with the truth. We know this field isn't cute, but we got them social skills like the troops. We had discussions about each of the stars, our opinion makes us leave you in awe. We may talk about the box office numbers and see which movie really beat up the charts. Drama filled, genre films, boom bap down the track, rap, treat the door like a snack pack. We on our bag like a knapsack. Film fiend and the rap nerd, we mean our exact words. Can't forget about the comic side, guaranteeing to make the comics rise. Shout out to all of the listeners, showing love to my guy and I. We just been doing our job for sure, putting in work like a nine to five. This is the film rap. They want to know, we tell them once and they still ask us The people are thirsty for knowledge and we gotta fill that cup We never chill, ask them When they come to film raps, bruh We keep it real, that's us This is the film wrap-up They want to know, we tell them once and they still ask us The people are thirsty for knowledge and we gotta fill that cup We never chill, ask them When they come to film raps, bruh We keep it real, that's us